Second Samuel chapter 11, I want to look at verses uh, 2 and 3. How about that? Verses 2 and 3. Last week we did verse 1, right? Uh, we did verse 1. We, we, we said that David was hanging out at the house. Uh, he, he wasn't where he was supposed to be. All right? I told you beware of isolation. Isolation can put you in a bad place. Amen? Um, and so here we go. Second um, Samuel chapter 11, verse 2 and 3. It says, Now when evening came, <clears throat> read it one more time. When evening came, David arose from his bed. What up with that? And walked around on the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman bathing. And the woman was very beautiful in appearance. So David sent and inquired about the woman. And one said, is this not Bathsheba? The daughter of Eliam? The wife of Uriah? The Hittite? Amen. I want to talk about blind spots. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I did see it coming. Amen. And thank God. Amen. I did see it all day long. I saw it coming. Uh, amen. Vulnerability or being vulnerable can cause us to let down our guards. Many of us had made up our minds that we were going to trust someone. We were going to be vulnerable around them. In other words, we were going to expose a side to them that no one really knew. Amen. That we were going to tell them things about us that we had never told anybody else. Becoming vulnerable can be a healing event in your life. It's good to have someone that you can be vulnerable around. But I want to tell you, just like everything that starts off right, sometimes the enemy will use your vulnerability. Amen. To entice you, amen, to lure you in to your desires. Are you with me? Oftentimes, we don't see things coming. But there are times when we see it as clear as day. But because of our temptations... Because of our weaknesses, amen, we give in to it only to find ourselves in a place where we don't want to be. I want to talk to somebody here today that you've been single for a while, amen, 
and you've somehow made a declaration that you're going to do the right thing, but I want to say something to you. Never say never. Don't set yourself up like that. Because temptation, amen, it will show up. But if you have the right attitude and if you have the right mindset and if you have the right perspective of it, you can see the way of escape. The Bible says that no temptation has overtaken you. But such as is common to man. And the Bible says that if you really want to get out of that temptation, that God with the temptation will give you a way of escape. Do I have anybody here today who have dealt with temptation before? (laughs) Do I have anybody here today that have given in to your temptation? Amen. Amen. Last week we looked at some things, right? Last week we had a good time. We said we did see it come, right? And and I want to say something to you. The, The one thing you have to remind yourself of what we're talking about from Scripture is we're talking about David. We're talking about a man after God's who, what? Owns heart. A man that God declares that represented him. So I want to say to you, say this to you. Just because you saved doesn't mean you're off the list. Come on, somebody. Just matter of fact, if, if you are saved, you better watch out because Satan is coming. And, and, and the reason why there's an epidemic today, I believe, of, of so many single people that are broken, amen, is because the enemy has used what he used in the garden when we started the series, he's always used temptation to lure us away from purity. Are you with me? Listen, David had a tough life. Amen. He was anointed king, but yet not appointed king. But oftentimes what I find out is that after the struggle, we become comfortable. He struggled for a very long time. He was on the run from Saul. He had all kinds of issues and went through all kinds of things. But yet, amen, at a vulnerable moment in his life, he gave in to his temptation. I believe that if 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 you're not careful, the enemy will set traps for you. Amen. And I'm talking about sexual traps. That's what I'm talking about. Because the text is telling us that he is king. Watch this. All that he had been through. Can I I say something to you? It's not worth it. After you've been through all that you tell your neighbor, it's not worth it. Tell your neighbor, been there, done that. Tell your neighbor, it's not worth it. Because what you will give up, amen, will cost you more in guilt. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. It will cost you more in remorse. It will cost you more, amen, in a life that makes you feel like you cannot be used again by God. Are y'all with me? Told you last week that if you're going to, 
if you're going to overcome, if you're going to look at the blind spots, first thing I told you last week is that you have to be sensitive to the seasons in your life. You got to know what season you in. Amen. Whether you're in a depressed season, whether you're in that, you know, that hybrid season, whether you're in that, you know what I mean? I want a party season. You got to know what, tell your neighbor, you got to know what season you're in. That dissatisfied season. Sometimes you wake up with your spouse, you can't stand them. That's a season, y'all. That's a season of dissatisfaction. And as a single person, you wake up, you're like, man, shoot. I don't care season. Come on, so any single people, you've been there, I don't care season. You know what? Whatever. Because it ain't happening. It ain't going to happen. I done tried and indeed and done. I don't care anymore. You don't ever want to get into that season. Watch this. You don't want to ever put yourself in situations in that season. I'm going to show you something here in a minute. I'm going to show you something here that's going to mess you up. Because sometimes the things we're using to feed our desires, watch this, are the very things that Satan is breathing on. Come on, somebody. To cause you to, watch this, to cause you to end up in life where you feel insignificant. Do I have anybody? I told you, you got to be careful when your interest has changed. If you used to go to church and now you just have no interest in church, you know what I'm saying? If you used to be, okay, all right. If you used to be interested in the things of God, amen, like reading your Bible and all of a sudden, all of a sudden you have no interest in this no more, something is wrong. The enemy is waiting for those moments. David, great warrior, king of Israel. Can I help you with something? Sometimes the transition from ordinary to extraordinary can be very difficult. Because if you get to extraordinary with an ordinary mind, you'll never understand your position. I don't think you heard what I just said. And you will operate at extraordinary with, a, with an ordinary mind, watch this, and you will handle people the same way. But you have to know that when God elevates you, see, this is what happened to David. David got elevated from the cave, from on the run, from playing crazy, from, watch this, from camping out with the enemy for two years, watch this, and now he's king. But he got comfortable. He got what? Comfortable. When God elevates you, you can't get comfortable, you got to get on your game. Because people in power attract all kinds of things. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. If you just hold a position, the devil will try, especially if you have a position of authority. The enemy is going to try to lure you in and use that position, watch this, to feed your ego. And then here come the yes people around you. Are you so good? There's nobody like you. I ain't never met nobody like you. You're just fine. You just, you're the finest thing God ever created. And then they start using God talk. Come on, single people. I'm trying to loose you up. I don't know what's going on with y'all today. Y'all, the mic on. Amen. Watch this. And, and, and that's what the enemy does. He uses flattery to lure you in. 
But David, I told you, you got to be careful not only of when your interests change, but you got to be careful of isolation. When you isolate yourself from the people that's going to tell you what's right, come on, somebody, you're in trouble. Told you, told you also, you got to be careful that you're not out of the locational will of God. The Bible says that it was the time when kings go out to fight, but he wasn't fighting. He had dropped his sword. He had thrown down his weapons, and guess where he was? He was in the bed sleep. So let's go there. Let's go there for a minute. Look at verse 2. Now, this is the part that really got me. I'm going to sit down. I ain't saying I'm going to stop. I'm going to sit down. I may sit down with the mic. Watch what he said. He says, now when evening came, David, what? See, this is why when you read scripture, you got to read it very slowly. And you got to be real intentional, y'all. Watch this. You've been in the bed all day. I'm just saying. You are a valiant warrior. Man, if you only knew who David was, y'all. Listen, I'm talking to somebody right now. That's not you. You being something that you're not right now. That's not you. You're trying to be humble, but that, that ain't you. You're, you're isolated, but you sleep all day. You, 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 listen, your interest is not, man, let me get out here and fight this fight. Your fight is, you lay in the bed. Now they got those things you can wrap around your neck. And you can put your phone in front of you and you can watch it. So you just laid back. You just chilling. <laughs> Amen. You just chilling. Watch this. The Bible says, look what it says. My question, let me ask you a question. My question is, why did David stay in the bed all day until evening? Was he timing Bathsheba? you last week there's a possibility that he knew what time she would be out there the Hebrew language lends to that so the first thing you got to be mindful of you ready this is a, this is deep right here here hold on don't put it up here this is one of the reasons why I believe that some of us get in trouble watch this now you ready Put it on the screen. It's on the screen. What is it? What is it? Be mindful of what? Can I ask you a question? What are you so dissatisfied about? Our dissatisfaction disconnects us from reality. 
So we, watch this, we ain't happy about nothing. You can't pray for you, can't read no scripture to you. You just, listen, you, you just, uh, you just, di- eh, listen, can't cook right. You complaining about everything. The, 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 the meat ain't cooked right. The house ain't clean. Now that's married people. Single people, you just laying in the bed. I ain't doing nothing. I don't want to be around nobody. I'm like the way I look. I ain't doing my nails. I ain't doing nothing. But here's the problem with dissatisfaction. It puts you at a disadvantage. But it opens you up. Watch this. To a lot of demonic activities. I just said something. When the devil knows you are dissatisfied, he will put something there that will attract that dissatisfaction. Why would a king, royalty, stay in his bed all day long, a military king at that, and sleep all day long until evening? You may call that laziness. I call that dissatisfaction. Listen, dissatisfaction and isolation don't work together. My question is, what what did he have to be depressed about? He had concubines to bathe him. King didn't take no showers. He had people to bathe him. So if it was sex, he could have taken care of that right there. Now remember now, remember what kind of sermon this is, okay? So, so if I'm not, I'm not offended nobody, this is in the text. This is culture now. I'm in culture. I'm expository preaching. That's culture. Listen, he had, y'all saw uh, coming to America, right? Eddie Murphy? All right then. <laughs> y'all saw it, right? Now don't go home and watch it again. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. He, he was royalty. Watch this now. So he had everything. So it was not a situation where he didn't have what he really desired. That's why I said, if you're not careful, dissatisfaction will open you up to demonic what? Activity. Because he had everything. Man, this man had six wives at this point. Ten concubines, right? So it wasn't about sex. It was about what? Dis. You know why he was dissatisfied? Because he was not where he was supposed to be. And some of us, we're not where we're supposed to be. And that's the reason why we're dissatisfied. But we won't leave because somehow we want it to happen. Somehow we want to be noticed. Somehow we want to fill that void that's in our lives. Amen. Let let me say, if we're not satisfied, we have a problem. Can I ask you something? Are you satisfied? Are you content? Let me use another word. 
Watch this. And this can happen with money. This could happen with status. But watch this now. Watch this. You have everything. Come on, somebody. You have everything. You have your daily bread. Listen, you, you, you got it. But you're not happy. Can I ask you a question? Why? What is it? Why are you not happy? Why are you still searching? And you have a beautiful wife. Come on, somebody. I'm talking to you now. Beautiful in character and in form. You understand what I'm saying? You, you know, you got all that. But yet, there's still a what? A dissatisfaction. You, you, you flirting online. You, you, you DMing uh, all these women that from your past. Who, who see what you have now and they, and, and guess what? They, they checking you out and they say, I, I don't want to be rude to your wife. I'm just, I just thought I'd just, you know, say hello to you. How the world are you going to talk about? You ain't finna be rude to my wife. Why are you even contacting me? That's the first question. Because boo boo, I'm satisfied. Amen or thank you. And listen, don't, uh, well, I ain't going to get it. Get on Facebook so that you can overcome your temptation. Stop talking about I ain't getting on there. Get on there. Get on there. Turn it around like the lady that sent me the thing about. Now, anyways. I told, I said, do you know Jesus? I ain't heard back yet. You know what I said? Yet. See, you got to know, you got to know, I'm sad, I'm good. I, listen, when will you be good? Let me just ask that question. Come on, King. Come on, King David. Come on, David. David, you, you, you're inactive. Inactivity puts you in a place of dissatisfaction got to get up and go to the gym. You got to work out some of that steam, some of that stuff that's inside of you, that tension that builds up every now and then single people. You got to find an outlet to get that stuff out. If not, the devil's going to pull it out of you a different kind of way. You ready? Watch this. Watch this. You sleep all day, not active, and it's easy to fall for Satan's traps. Watch this. He says, and he walked around. Now I'm going to mess you up right here. Watch this. He got up, he sleep all day, he got up, and then he, what did he do? The text says he walked around on the what? Now, let me help you culturally here. This is a cultural point. Okay. In those times, as a king, you couldn't be in public, right? So, your place of contact with people 
is the what? The roof. All right? Where this is where you would give your speeches from, right? But David wasn't about to give no speech. He had been asleep all day. He got up, and the text says he walked around on the roof of the king's house. Now, let me tell you what the roof was in those times also. It was the place where the king got married. But it was also the place where they went to worship. I'm going to say it one more time. That same roof is where he married some of his wives. On that roof. That same church you've been going to all that time. But now you're sleeping with sister such and such. You've been on that, that same that's that same church is what I'm talking about. You're going to catch this in a minute. Watch this. Uh, that same place is where you went to Give me the point. Give me the point. Give me the point. Some of us use church as our dating platform. Some of you go online for your dating platform. Some of you dress like prostitutes, but let me tell you something. You're going to pick up a pimp in church. The platform. That's why you dress like that when you come to church. You don't dress to glorify God. You dress to glorify yourself. Because you're trying to pick up a man in church. You said, not me. Okay, that's fine. Not you. The platform. I was going to call it the place. But I believe that we use platforms. David, you got married on that roof. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Now, let me say this. In those times, God authorized him to have six wives and ten concubines. It was okay. All right? In that dispensation, okay? But here's the thing. He's walking around on the same place. And the same place where he worshiped. Do you know how many men come to church and they can't focus? Let me just, can I talk to y'all for a minute? Can you help, can I, can I, can I touch? That's why I like the men to sit in the front. So when you stand up, they can't see something. Which somebody should have told you to cover up your butt. And stop wearing those things. That reveals so much. Can I get an amen somewhere around here? Seriously. Men struggle in church. Married men too. Because you cute today. <laughs> Come on, John. 
You cute today. You got them boots on. And let me tell you something. A man ain't just looking at your body. Some men like feet. Some men like the way you clap. Because you just clap all provocative and things like that. You're like... And then you switch to the side, you know, you, and then you roll your hips back, you know what I'm saying? And you're saying to yourself, you a man now, right? And you're sitting there like, dang. At the place of what? Come on, if you're a man here, you know what I'm, if you're a man here, you know what I'm, that's why I love the men in the front. Seriously. Because I'm telling you, this stuff happens. You don't even know the devil's using your body. You know the people that tell me they don't, they don't, they don't think about sex, you know, I hear you. But you got to be careful. <laughs> I don't need to say nothing else about that. Now, I didn't mean to hit the prostitute thing that early, but let me say this. You got to watch your platforms. Because they are the staging areas for your desires. That's why when we did the flyer for the mixer, Valencia, I went and did my research. I said, what is a mixer? And what I saw, I was like, dang, no, I don't want that to be said about us. So that's why I put Christian mixer. Because I wanted to weed out all that other stuff. If you ain't, If you ain't want to be a Christian... You, we understand if you don't come safe, but if you want to be a Greek, come. But I want to weed out all that stuff because I didn't want to create a platform yeah. where everybody's having sex, wow. hooking up. Because that's what it is, really a hookup. Right? But we're trying to make sure that that's not what's said about what we're doing. Right? You got to be careful of these platforms that you get involved, that you're on. Because if you don't know your platform, you can use your platform. Some of us, it's the workplace. Yeah, you've been having an affair. An emotional one, that is. You're impressing your boss more than your husband. He gets more respect than your husband at home. Bring me, bring me a cup of coffee. Yes, sir. You come home, your husband, baby, bring me something to drink. Go get it yourself. That's cheating. Seriously, that's cheating. What do you mean, go get, go get it yourself? I'd have been at work all day. Serving the man. 
am I, am I, am I right? Now, I had to go back this morning and do some more research on this roof thing, okay? Because I didn't want to misrepresent it. But the roof is used for worship of the true God. But also the roof is used to worship idols. The staging area, we could say this was Satan all day long, but David saw this coming. I got a sneaky suspicion he knew what time to wake up. But watch this. The text says, and from the roof, ladies, let me tell you something. Stop giving men access to you. Lord Jesus. Watch what he says. And from the roof he saw a woman doing what? And the woman was what? Very beautiful in what? Can, can, can I ask a question? What was the thing that attracted you to that person? Was it the picture you saw on Instagram, them showing? See, his name. You got to be careful. David's on his roof, right? And the text says he saw. That word saw means access. You let him see the side of you, but he didn't see the real you. You gave him access to your body, but not your mind, not your spirit. Not who you are. That's why when you say no more sex, he's gone. Y'all got quiet. Amen. He's on the roof. She's bathing, right? And, and he's in a place of worship. This is what I was saying about when you come in a place of worship. We don't want to see you like that. Listen, it's hard enough to get a man in church that when he comes with his wife, he don't want to have to feel uncomfortable because you're showing a side of you. That you should keep to yourself. She was naked. She was beautiful. And she was David's type. Watch this. But the problem was, I'm going to get to that next week. Let me just help you. She was another man's wife. Give me the next point. Now, the reason I call it a setup is because she was naked. 
She was beautiful. It couldn't have been an ugly girl. Okay, I'm not, listen, please. Don't get mad at me. Don't. Okay, let me see. It could have been someone not his type. But you ever notice that whatever you like, when you get in a fight with your spouse, they just show up to say, poof, they just come up in your timeline. Oh, oh, shoot. Oh, no. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Relax. Just, see? See, that's the kind of stuff right there I'm talking about right there. Now I got your mind thinking like, what would you say? What would you say? Here's what I'm saying. It's a setup. It's a setup. He's in the place of worship place where he got married. And what he sees from this consecrated place, a naked woman. Lord Jesus. All the men are going to start sitting in the front from now and watch. <laughs> and all the ladies, hopefully y'all go get some new wardrobe. Seriously, man, you don't understand. A man is enticed by a smell. But, oh, shoot. And then he's next to his wife. Like, <laughs> and then don't think it's like your wife got antennas on, right? You're like, she's like, what you looking at? I, I didn't look at nothing. I was looking straight. I was worshiping. You ain't never lift your hands in church talking about you will worship. This stuff is real, man. This stuff is real, man. And this is why a lot of people go to the hip church. Because in the hip church, they ain't handling it, right? They, they, we are a hip church. But I'm just, I'm talking about like really like urban kind of, you know what I mean? Because everybody's dressed up, you know what I mean? Kind of certain kind of way. They got that wave going and stuff like that. But the point is, we can still have fun and be holy. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, watch this. It's a blind spot. And, and if you're having an affair in your heart with someone, you got to cut that out. You got to be careful of the platform because, listen, sometimes, now we want to say that David was innocent here. But come on, man, you had six wives. Why didn't you have one in the bed with you all evening? Six of them. And 10 concubines, 16. So, you know what I see deeper in this? Dissatisfaction. And I believe it's dissatisfaction that drives us to get the bigger house, to get the, the better car, to get deeper in debt. Because we're not content with what God has given us. Uh-oh, my time is up. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Tell your neighbor this. Hey, neighbor, when you see skin, you're in trouble. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on. But Greg, but Greg, 
Tell, tell them about it. When you see skin, you're in trouble. And I don't care, you could be the most spiritual man in the world. But when you bend over and a man sees skin, or when a man looks buff like me, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? With a 16-pack, 24 sometimes, depends on the week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all women like, ooh. And when he walked by and he smelled musty and all that kind of stuff, that may turn you on. It all depends. There are different things for different people. You see what I'm saying? Different build, different size, all this other stuff. But what I'm saying is you got to watch out. Because skin will get you in what? Watch this. Look at verse. Thir- look at verse three. Look at verse three. I'm, I'm sitting down. I, I went over two minutes, but watch this. So David sent. David. When watch this. When lust is conceived. Watch this. You can have an abortion right there. Because it uses the word for fertility. That's why it says conception. This didn't just start today. I don't believe he just saw her that day. I believe he'd been seeing her. But the opportunity is like this. Her husband went away to war. He ain't home. Right? He out no- Let me say this. Bathsheba's husband was David's boy. I'm talking about his ace, his second in command. He was a soldier. He was loyal to him. And some of you got brothers talking about, that's my man. He going to check on my wife. I'll give you an illustration. I knew of a seminary professor that they lived next door to each other for years. They went on vacations together. They, went, they, 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 they did family vacations, all kinds of stuff together. And come to find out, they've been having a 25-year affair with each other. So, so, so I'm saying, never say never, but you got to be careful. Be careful. Adultery begins in the heart. Seriously, can you imagine they having they having family time together, and you ain't picking nothing up? You know what that means? You detach from your home. Or you got something going on. But I, I, but, but I want to tell you something. It's happening today. We're not talking about it. Church don't want to talk about these kinds of things. But it's real. It's happening, y'all. 
Watch this. David's, this is his man. This is his ace. He goes out there and he fights for David. I'm going to show you this next week. How, how loyal he was to him. He was so loyal to him that he would die for him. But there's one thing he couldn't have was his wife. But he usurped his what? Authority. He used his position. Remember what I was talking about? When, you, when you're ordinary and you get to extraordinary. Watch this. And then you use your position as a platform for your desires. You've got to be careful. I believe that's the reason why God keeps certain people right down there. Because he knows if he puts you up here, your whole family unit will fall apart. Because you're vulnerable. That's why I started off with vulnerability. You're vulnerable. Watch this. Watch this. I'm going to sit down. David said and inquired about the woman. And one said, see, when you're into your desire, your desire, watch this, you won't listen to the voice of reason. Because you want something so bad that you're willing to do whatever it takes to get it. I don't care what you say, Pastor. I hear you, but I want this. Watch this. Watch what he says. He says, is this not Bathsheba? Man, it, you know, that's how it's phrased in the Hebrew. Man, is this not Bathsheba, man? Don't you know her? The daughter of Elam. Now, watch this. Watch this now. Watch this. Do you know what the word Elam means? God's kinsman. God's redeemer. She is the daughter of of God's redeemer. Okay? But but watch this. But watch this. But watch this. Her name Bathsheba means a daughter of oath. And she's getting ready to break her what? She didn't even live up to her name. But her daddy's name, the family lineage that she's coming from is that God is redeemer. You got to live up to your name. And she didn't live up to her name. Daughter of oath? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. It says, and the daughter of Elam, the wife. The wife. Do, do, you, know what, do you know what her husband's name is? Fire of God. You're messing with fire. That's why he was so resilient. That's why he was such a warrior for David because he lived up to his name. See, when you get into your temptation, you don't know all the stuff you're messing up. You're messing up your oath. Come on, somebody. You're messing up your redeemer. You're messing up, come on, somebody. The fire of God is going to go out in you. And that's how so many people live after the fall. So defeated. Because the fire went out of them. For that one moment of pleasure. Watch the text. 
It's right here. Watch this. The daughter of Edom, the wife of Uriah, the Hittite. In watch what he did. He says, "Is this not the wife? Is this not his wife?" So my last point is this: Be careful that your desires don't cause you to ignore. He investigated. He got an answer. And he found out not only she was beautiful, not only she was naked, but she wasn't available. <laughs> but she did not, he denied what? Truth. All because of his what? Desire. You knew she was married. You knew she was married. You knew he was married. And y'all on, how you going to catfish him on, on the dating, you know, you know, this, and, and look, and you're on ChristianSingles.com. And you catfishing. That ain't even your picture. Come on, say I got a hip pastor. He knows some stuff. Isn't he? What the worm is designed to do when you go fishing is to entice the fish. So that the fish can become food to the fishermen. Lord. Lord Jesus. It is an enticement. No mouse goes looking for a mouse trap. Come on, somebody. What entices the mouse is either cheese or peanut butter. But cheese is set on the trap. And because it's lust for cheese, the mouse is deceived. And not recognizing the what? Trap. Therefore, it is enticed and deceived or duped into thinking that something is legitimate when it's not. Most of us are in debt because of deception. Most of us, amen, have fallen into sexual temptation because, hallelujah, because of deception. Some of us have to clean out our filthy minds of lustful images that is pornography so that we can be set free so that we don't give in to the traps of Satan. As I close today, I encourage you and I want you to own it now. You did see it coming. Give God a hand clap of praise.